Thank you for listening to Recyclables. I really appreciate it. If you want to support the program, the best way to do that is to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, the next best way is to make a donation either through the Acast app or at our Patreon, which is just patreon forward slash recyclables.com. Until next time, thank you. I was, I was dumb. This is news dump, right? That's a word we should try to use less of. Or like in here's, here's the problem. Here, here's what I am discovering in my little my, my most region, but it doesn't fucking matter. Because because A, because A, the words always fucking change. No, and I B, know the words always change, but you can change your sentiment by realizing there's better ways to describe someone or something. Here, here's the deal. We still need to describe conservatives. So we still need... Well, you can say they're harmful. You can say that they are obtuse. Because I think obtuse is different than idiot. All right. That's what I I, I will... And this isn't me, like, getting mad at you. This is just saying an attention I have with the way I speak. Fair. I will say idiot specifically was medical... But here's the thing. Moron was fucking... Yeah, and I don't use that anymore either. Fuck you. That is a great word. It's not a great word, though. Idiot is fun. It's got a bunch of... It's got an... (laughs) Like, like, it is a fun sound. It is a fun sound. I'm, I'm on the... I listened to a lot of Carlin growing up, but I concur that, like, fun noises are fun. That's why the F word in particular was hard for me to drop, because it's such a guttural, like, yeah. if you want to yell at somebody, but it's also such a, like, oh, you, like, it's, it's, it, it, like. I like shit, because shit is one that even conservatives are okay with. And it's fun. It's got Yeah, the, exactly. T- no. That's why I like fuck. Fuck is good. Fuck's got a fuck. I'm not. I'm not saying that we're never going to have words to hurt people. And I'm not saying that you are intending to hurt people by saying that, like saying idiot and those kinds of words. But I do feel like you can become more precise in your language and say more what you mean. Because Marco Rubio is not stupid. Ted Cruz is not stupid. Like, these are not stupid idiot people. And And even then, like... What are we saying to people who do have issues with intellect and development I believe when we're using words that should be morally neutral to insult someone we don't like? Yeah. Because this isn't me this isn't me like saying you said a bad word, you're a bad person. It is me saying that language like that can signal that you aren't really examining the words you're using. That's yeah. how I feel. And I can, you know what I, I mean? I can accept that, but I still need to be able to call Ted Cruz an idiot. The, you can just call him a serial killer. Yeah. I mean, that is an insult to serial killers. Sorry. Yeah, and that's part of that's part of the problem with English as a language in general is that like it's colonial it's, language. Yeah. Yeah, it's meant to be fucked up, and I had oh, sorry, I lost my point in the middle there. Uh, I saved a screenshot, like a a, a a meme I saw that is very relevant to our conversation. Oh, it gets okay. It actually gets to what we're going to be talking about today. It it sucks because you still need to be able to describe awful people. It is it is correct in that if you can't if you can't control the language within yourself, you're never going to be able to control the colonizer within yourself or the oppressor. Exactly, and and, and, and I, I think that's the part of it where I'm coming from. Because like I heard Dahlia and a couple other people, I think Carlos say this as well that it's like don't tell a marginalized person how to or to not insult yeah. people. And I'm like, yes, I totally agree. However, I can hold myself accountable and realize that insulting someone for the way they look, yes, it's valid for you to say that to that person. But if a person who has that kind of thing going on with them, but is 
objectively not a shitty person, you are insulting them. I will admit it is counterintuitive to my philosophy of being on top of the shit pile as opposed to kicking the shit pile over. Because to kick the shit pile over, you're correct. We, we lose kind of uh, villainy and things and instead ascribe a more neutral uh, thought tone to like people's overall actions that like we need to remove the system of crappy that they're in more than the crappy person in the system in my defense though to the hypocrisy of my necessity in the words such as moron and idiot i am a huge hypocrite and i accept that no i know I am also an idiot but i think I've, since nobody is being diagnosed medically as an idiot or a moron anymore, I hope. Like, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, maybe in like some part of like weird. No, I. And like, here's here's the other problem. It's used to get people killed liberally, and I mean in the liberal sense of like, I'm gonna let you die off screen and make it not my problem. Regardless of if it doesn't, it, it isn't used in medical literature at now. It was used at one point to denote someone could not reproduce and was probably more um candidate for like early euthanasia so like that's what i'm thinking about is that unfortunately insults like that feed into fascist ideology it's like i don't like people saying someone's a fucking degenerate as a joke i'm like we do not need to be bringing that word back i guess i guess my point is i'm comfortable with my hypocrisy because of the necessity of language but I'm also, I also love the idea that, like, let's say things get fixed. Those are actually problems for when things get fixed. You know what I mean? I, like, like, not, not that it's I not, don't not agree with that, though. Now, but I mean, like, like the debate, it, it sucks that that should be the biggest argument we're having as a people. Because and you're saying. Instead, instead, we're like, hey, um, should trans kids exist? Should they just... No, obviously, like, but like but what just... I would say is that language is a big inform, informa, uh, informant on progress. Like, oh, for sure. we need to change our language to change our thinking. You were talking about decolonizing ourselves, and part of that is decolonizing language. And so I understand that you might think that this is, like, an up-top issue. And yes, it technically is an up-top issue because it's not about was... who gets food or not. But, unfortunately, that continues to reinforce the question of, who does deserve respect? If you're stupid, you do not deserve respect. If you don't have an intellect, you don't deserve respect. We don't respect Ted Cruz because he's a fucking asshole. Because clearly he's smart enough to get into fucking all Congress. Right, all right, but as a person That's who likes fucking assholes, this is a little bit awkward. <laughs> okay, so this is the meme I found. And as soon as I read it, I thought of you. Okay. So uh, you hate yourself so loudly. You hate yourself at the top of your lungs. Your loathing for yourself permeates your speech. Sorry, I'm just rambling. Don't worry about it. Just ignore me. Sorry if I'm annoying you. Sorry I don't make sense. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You act as if you have to beat everyone else to the punch, as if the punching bag is you. If you hate yourself first, if you hate yourself loudest, then nobody will hurt you. Oh, I didn't... I didn't read this out loud before, so it's kind of hard to read. You clapped your hands over your ears and shut your eyes and balled yourself up so that you'd never have to experience people's loathing for you. And it meant you never heard the love. You drowned it out. You screamed your hatred over it and you never got to hear it. So, it's not about anyone else. This is so much about me at this point. That's fine. That's, I know, I think that is... Never reading something out loud again. You're fine. <laughs> That is totally a thing a lot of people deal with. Yeah. That's a thing I talk about in therapy all the time because, like... We feel like we have to apologize for ourselves and, all the time. And that's what is 
that is one of the things that's frustrated me the most about being like the sad joke dude is that it's like no i actually make these jokes because i'm over these things or i'm i've i've confronted these things mm-hmm. and i know my feelings about them you're sad they exist and you can do something about it and you just assume i'm sad because you won't do something about it no i'm pissed that you won't do things about the shit going on in the world i'm sad that i can't that's the for, mm-hmm. and, and that's not at you that's to, to to an audience in general but at the same time i think i know a lot of the reason that people can't is because they have or won't is because they have that same traumatic barrier mm-hmm. that same thing that goes through where it's like part of what the bad guys want is for us to not think we're good enough to stand up for other people yeah and then we're not worth standing up for for ourselves either and like that's what's so insidious is like a decent person and it's kind of what i was going to with my point about the words it's like a decent person has those debates am i worthy am i saying idiot when i shouldn't be instead of should trans kids exist are women allowed to have a life or are they are they brood mares like what's what's yeah yeah no exactly and and i mean I totally agree that, like, like I was saying how it's frustrating that people are debating whether or not abortion is a moral thing instead of listening to people talking about their experiences and why it is necessary to have access to abortion. I think the reason I t- talked about not wanting to use the word idiot, stupid, moron, things like that, that just comes down to I know that I can say things in a way that is more accurate and doesn't it doesn't feed into a morality judgment about access to information and ability yeah. because it is an ableist thing to say, which is, yeah. I can, so I'm, it's, I'm, it's not about me wanting to be the best person ever and prove that I know everything. It's more about, I think that we all have the ability to use language that's more precise and hurts as little people as possible. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the equivalent of complaining about the carbon footprint myth while I'm actively shoving recyclables into a garbage can. Yeah. In the verbal sense. Like, I'm like, it's stupid that we have to do this. The, the dumb, when I think of the dumbness of Ted Cruz, the specific dumbness I think of is that he thinks other people don't see the evil, right? I think, like, he thinks that there's people who believe he is making the good and right decision. Yeah, the irony of a meritocracy, or the irony of our, our myth of a meritocracy, is I think you get that high up, and you don't really understand the perspective of other people, right? And so I think the thing about him that I find particularly, like, you can't be a smart person in this sense, is that, like, I don't think he can actively see, like, no, the things you're doing... By saying, hey, let's overturn Roe versus Wade, let's deny trans kids, isn't actually a winning strategy. It's what you do when you're desperate and you're worried about losing. Yeah, and no, it, it definitely is a, a lot of what we are seeing in modern, the modern GOP handbook is just a bunch of fucking Hail Marys. And because they still have so much money behind them, they can at least have those things happen and the, the problem is because the Democrats are basically just left-wing Republicans, as far as I'm concerned, I, I know that's not everyone's thing. No, I don't but... think you're that wrong. I mean, and it's not like I'm saying in the, that all individual Democrats yeah. that are in office are like that, but unfortunately the DNC is exactly like that. Like, it's... until we acknowledge that the overarching structure of the Democratic Party does not care about us, we will continue to keep shoving our foot in our fucking mouths 
Or up our ass. I don't know. I don't know. But the, the part that really frustrates me about that is like, is I was talking to an older friend of mine, like a like boomer age friend. And she was dis- a boomerette, if you will. A boomerette, yes. But like, <laughs> like I've known. Uh, were you around for Shelley Miller? Did you ever get to meet her? I don't know. She she was a really cool lady who really supported local comedy. Who was a Republican, but like basically in name only. Like she would, I, she would have left the Republicans by now. I think you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like she was that kind of Republican. kind of like how my dad left the NRA after a certain point because he's like, this is getting weird. And it's also like the the thing I appreciated about her was she she supported everyone. I I do not understand how people can get to that point and still be with whatever party because like in my lifetime. Like, we've been promised, like, free school in some capacity. Uh, Roe v. Wade is another example. We got promised universal health care. Like, over and over again, the Dems, in my experience, have always been, like, a fundraising force. They're compelled to lose because that's what makes them money. Hey, and, you know, like, pool, pool, pool sharking? Yeah. It, it's like the Dems are always the ones that have to lose, or like they are, they're the ones that beat the Republicans, so then you think you can stand up to the Republicans, and then it's like so much more of a pro-wrestling match yeah, kind of situation. No, no, it's definitely much more. Thank like, you for that. It's much more of a pro-wrestling match. Because I don't have... know a lot about pro-wrestling, but I've heard a lot of people describe it, and I did watch the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling Netflix series, which is great. So many boobies. I'll have to, well. Pat. So many boobies. So many boobies. Um, but yeah, so we're let's start the episode. Uh, we're doing News Dump. I'm Rochelle Cody, and that's Patrick Thomas Perkins. I'm not even letting him speak up front because we're talking about what's going on with my uterus. I could have a uterus. <laughs> you don't have a uterus, Pat. I have one in a jar at home. Pat, it's that doesn't count. Wait, do non-human creatures have uteri? Uteri? I mean, a lot of most mammals probably okay, have yeah. uteruses. I didn't, I didn't know if I, if I could turn that so, from taxidermy to serial killing. I was fascinating, though. Oh, I saw this hot take on TikTok as to why women cannot have abortions. Their argument is that your uterus is outside of your body because they think it's the same thing as your digestive system, mouth to anus. So their argument is that since things from the outside world come into contact with it, because they still don't know where the uterus is, uh, because, they... <laughs> well, because, because it, the overall problem is that there's a lot of problems. And instead of solving any problem, we have Republicans who want to make problems actively worse, and we have yep. Democrats who want to fundraise off of the problems. But if they fix the problems, they can't fundraise off them, so they're not going to fix them. That that was what I was frustrated about earlier. Is it's just like, I don't know how you could be like 50 and not see that by now. Like, I saw that in my 20s, and everyone told me I was crazy. So I was like, oh, I guess I must be wrong. And now here I'm getting close to 40, and I'm like, oh, you guys were all just fucking dumb. Like, I'm not even smart. You guys are... That's what pisses me off the most about so many things in the world. I'm not even smart. Everyone else is that dumb. I was talking about this. I can't remember who it was with, but I was talking about, like, a lot. Could he jerk himself off? I know, right? He's so into himself. So. People who actually know me. Pat admitted he was smart. Good job. Oh, yeah. No, it was with my friend Lindsay. We were talking about how a lot of, like, having a progressive mindset and being leftist is a lot about just being curious. Right? It's like. 
wanting to learn why something is the way it is and like wanting to know how other people feel. And I think there's people that are just going to be naturally curious, but I also think that there's also, if you don't feel safe in your life, it could be hard to have that level of curiosity. I guess what I think is that there's just so many people who like can't even imagine thinking about questioning things that they think. Pedagogy of the oppressed. I know I've been. I was telling you to read it earlier, but like I it's, will have been, well, and no, it's no, not no, like I, I haven't read parts of I'm it. I'm saying I tell people to read it. All no, the time, I know. But one of the points that he makes in there is that like we are stuck in the framework of the people who give us the framework that we use, and like if we're not naturally inquisitive, like, like you're mentioning, we're not going to think to change that tool. If somebody gives you like a Lincoln log or an Erector set or Legos, and you're not the kind of person who thinks about different ways to build things you're just going to build what the instructions say or you're going to build things based on what the model shows you mm -hmm. either way you're you're not you're replicating more than you're innovating or changing and like true that that's kind of the problem with being leftish is like your curiosity is to think outside of that system yeah. and it's hard to think about things that you haven't even thunk not to sound well, yeah, like, it's hard to, it's sometimes, to it can like be really hard to visualize a world outside of the rules that we have in place um, for a lot of people because abstract thinking is not as easy as you would And think. so, like, I realize, I realize I pick on Democrats a lot, but I also realize they are trapped in that same framework that I am. I think there's typically, there tends to be a lot more empathy in the Democratic yeah. Party, at least in the voter base, considering what the platforms tend to be about. But in that empathy, unfortunately, once elected, just becomes sympathy. Yeah. And right? I, and I think that's part of the problem is, like, we've talked about it before, where it's like, if you're Biden and you believe in the system, or if you're, you're AOC and you believe in the system, when you get to the pinnacle of the system your motivation isn't going to be to change the system. Even if you're not power hungry, even if you, even if I was put into the office of presidency, somebody who's like, no, yeah. If you, if you work that hard to get into political office, it's because you do believe some value in that system. And so you're not going to want to change it. Yeah. And so like that, or you are going to want to change it. Cause I do think that there are people that still come into that off into office thinking they'll potentially change things. But and then you get stuck the, in the machine. Yeah, the powers stuck, that be really like, aren't interested in you changing anything. And so you can get sidelined and exhausted really quick. And I mean, if we're going to talk about federal, uh, like state and uh, national Congress and stuff like that, as soon as you're elected, you're you're still campaigning for funds because it costs so much to run a campaign. And like that's part of the like trap of it for good people. Because it's like, like, like I think systems that are bad find ways to get rid of the good people. You, you dirty it with money. Yeah, and like yeah. if you're if you're a Republican or if you're somebody who actually doesn't care about getting the job done, you're not going to care how or from whom you get the money or what you have to do. You're just going to get the money and go to work. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. if you're if you do care about it, then like that's why you end up calling a million people for a dollar donations instead of trying to get one company to give you a million dollars. Right. Like. like Instead of looking at a system and being like, it's weird that you have to have a million dollars in order to affect change. Like, that's just yeah. the weird. That's weird. Well, like, money is free speech, Pat. Yeah. it's Money is the same thing as free speech. It is. That's why. That because is... money is what? Not free. Not not free. You can't just print money to vote with. But, 
there was somebody. Who oh was... wait, you can. I forgot. I forgot. Some people absolutely can just pressure the U.S. government to print more money. You wanna... God, I love it. I love everything. You want to have? You want to have an, another like scarier thought? Some money's free speech. Like it's language, and then they start creating these online personalities through Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. Which means, in a way, it is. But it's this weird. It's it's a nebulous nation in a sense where it's like. Facebook believes this, ergo the nation of Facebook, ergo Facebook users, but really that's mm-hmm. all Mr. Zuckerberg. I don't and like it. it. Yeah, it's, no, it's five stars, great system. I don't no, like it, I don't like it. That's what's, f- so, so. We have gotten so heavily tangent. Well, no, well, I, I think I can circle us back to the square and then, like, that's why I am so frustrated in these circumstances. Like, I know there's a lot of things to be frustrated, and I know as a person without a uterus, like, I have, I, I am aware that I have... I guess, limited stake. But as a person who's affected by people with uteruses and loves and cares about people, I understand it's a rigged game and it sucks that it's, like, going on and, like, people's lives are going to be impacted. But at the same time, I'm also, I guess, low-key... Excited isn't the right word, but I am definitely... The optimism that I see, the silver lining in this shitty rain cloud, is, like, the more people are aware of the oppression that is going on around them, the more they are likely to do something. I don't think liberals are actually going to riot over if Roe v. Wade gets changed, but I think a lot of people are going to start thinking, maybe I'm not liberal anymore once that happens. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in 2020, when George Floyd was murdered by a police officer and all the protests, people in my personal life and friends were finally understanding not only that black lives matter but that cops are the problem because like i think i think what was it like 2016 27 2015 16 17 was when the black lives matter movement definitely was becoming more nationwide and i was there were a lot of people on my side i got some pushback here and there but a lot of people were agreeing with that sentiment but no one was super vocally anti-cop at that point in my personal circles but i saw that change in 2020 and so i do think that this attempted repeal of Roe v. Wade is going to make it clear to people who were on the fence about this that it is something to have a stake in, I hope. Tay, you. Ty. Yes, you. Yes, you. Quit looking around and making it weird. You. It's PTP. I'm breaking the fourth wall. I can do that thanks to the magic of editing. Every time you hear the show go it's because we derailed the conversation so hard I had to just kind of put a stop in the recording. Now, if you want to catch what you missed, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash recyclables. Besides patron exclusives, you'll also get early access and you might win a painting now and again. That's a thing we do. All right, back to the show. Dahlia said this thing of like they're they're trying to kill us, like uh, and said it to me because it's like they're us in that like if you're trans, queer, black, trying to kill you, and if you're crippled, poor, or want a better world, they're trying to kill us, kill you. Not that Dahlia doesn't want a better world, you know what I mean? Like like Dahlia wants the world to be so much worse. She, she, she I think she would be okay with me saying that. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's like actively <laughs> kicking trees over and like Fuck you tree beating orphans with them. But yeah, so. I do think that potentially if there is a silver lining, it is that it will motivate people 
who before this have been more complacent about it. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's probably more stuff I could be doing at this point, but I'm also just feeling really emotionally overwhelmed because... I, get, I, I guess I just get a lot of flack because I will online say a lot of... I will make a lot of new statements. Yeah, you do that a lot, actually. And and my, my issue is, if you can read it, it's probably not... You're probably not part of the problem. Yeah, but people part... don't necessarily know that. But the other half of it is... My, my, my twofold issue is that actually there are some people who follow me and are my friends that I like am legitimately like, no, this is specifically about you and the fact that like you have a house with extra bedrooms or you you have inherited money all your life and you don't want to like whatever. Well, I have an apartment with an extra bedroom. Yeah, but there's two of you. That's true. So like that doesn't count. <clears throat> okay. Like like I like one bedroom per person. Yeah, you're, if, if you guys in, in Patrick's break... society, one person, one bedroom is okay. <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm just I just want to know what your platform is no, since no, no, you're talking just... a big game. <laughs> my 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 issue is more when you own a house. And that's also not your fault. Well, and I mean you're he... not in that position. My 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 issue is a combination of like, yeah, it is aimed at people, but usually not people who follow me. But then it's also just me getting it out into the ether mm -hmm. at that imaginary person. Because it's like, I I have anger issues. I have at least one encounter with a former landlord where apparently I yelled at them and I didn't remember any of the yelling. Like, I wasn't you like drunk. Went, you kind of like went yeah. into the like, red my zone. Kid and I, yeah, my kid and I were walking away. Like, I, I said something to the equivalent of like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I thought. And apparently, uh... and was like, you really fucking laid into that guy. And I was like, "Is are you saying that because I'm your dad and ergo I have power and authority and things look skewed that way? Or... or and then when we came back and the guy could not make eye contact with me, I was like, oh, I, my, my point being that, like, because of that, I, I don't want to bottle it up and I don't want to have that inside of me. Yeah. But also, like, I... I well... Like, like, I, I want to be shared. And I know eventually the, the people that need to see that will see that, I guess. And it, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. It, it's, so, it's to me the thing where it's like, if you have to, ha if you have to say not all men, then you're probably one of the dudes, or at least you're one of the dudes who hasn't considered the fact that like, you might have some friends that have committed some problems, friend. To me, it's yeah. the same way where it's like, if you can't sit with a little bit of like, Oh, that is some of me. Like I sit, and exactly. I, guess, I, I guess it's me sitting all the time with like, no, nah, I'm a little bit of a rapist and I'm a little racist and I'm, absolutely um uh white uh, trying to think of the other thing like i'm absolutely a little bit greedy a capitalist or whatever like those things are all within me and the discomfort of them is that like i can't be in a system where they're not like the issue like it's similar to an issue i have with weed where it's like i don't have a problem with how much weed i smoke i have a problem with the fact that i don't really have a choice to not smoke weed in my life like yeah. i don't i don't if I quit, then I'm just going to hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's not really any better than constantly forgetting something every time I leave the house. Yeah. Like, like, and it's... And you might have just forgotten those things without the weed anyways. And so it's similar to me where it's like, I'm projecting that anger out of the world. But like, if you, if your, if your reaction to that, oh, dear listener is like, oh shit, this is about me. No, it's not. But if you think it's about you, like... I don't mind making you examine things because that's what we should be doing. Because like you said, we should be curious about our thing. I don't know. I feel yeah. like I'm really no. defending a position that I didn't have. I'm going to cut like most of this out. No, no. But so a big part of being 
support for other people is that you will have to sit with the discomfort of what are their struggles. Like, if you want to be in support of black people, indigenous people, people of color, you need to sit in the discomfort that there were likely things that you either did or at least were complicit to that caused them harm. I'm, I'm going to ruin every male listener's life. I don't think I've done this on mic before. But I want you to consider the fact that most of the guys you know who have pragged about getting laid probably didn't consensually get laid. But they didn't want you to think they were monsters because nobody wants to be thought of as a monster. Right. And, like, consent is a spectrum. Like, it doesn't have to be the 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 dude from Canada making the joke of, like, how long could I hold somebody down? Oh, this is it, Montana. Montana. <laughs> it could be the spectrum of, like, well, you can't leave the room because you're financially incentivized in every fashion. Even your rent is tied into, well, this person gets to shoot at you and you get to be like, ah, oh, I was happy to be here. Like, yeah. It, and as a result, like, that discomfort has, I don't know, it, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You it's okay, Pat, point, you're just a like, man. Yeah, but I just mean, like, it's, it's until guys can sit with that discomfort, we're not going to be able to stop the guys that are doing it on purpose. Exactly. Because when and... you realize, like, oh, shit, I did this on accident, or I let my friend get away with this, or I was just culpable in this because of culture that says, hey, it doesn't matter how drunk you are. If you got drunk and you want to fuck, you got drunk and you want to fuck. It's fine. It's no big deal. Like, there's, there's, like, like, until you can sit with that, I just guess you can't sit with fixing things and i guess that's why it sucks it frustrates me that i'm like it's not about you it's about a you that's ubiquitous here's exactly what i'm picturing in my head not a person but a type of person who's like college educated and has parents who are helping pay for the debt and rent and and that think that like that isn't a unique or special thing who are like why aren't you doing better when you haven't been handed all these opportunities yeah you're and, and is also like why don't people vote for Bernie? Like at the yeah. same time. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, he you are talking about the person in your head that is critiquing you. And so you're lobbying your critiques back. I'm and talking to the me here, here's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the me that has the rest of my vertebrae. Yeah. And, and managed to do the rest of life just fine and never stop to think about and like I guarantee the me that has like in all those timelines Pretty decent guy, gives a fuck about everybody. Guaranteed he's still, like, wants to make middle manager at wherever to pay off his child support. Like, he's not thinking about the fact that, like, oh, maybe that system is also corrupt in that it, like, turns children into commodities. And you can charge interest on kids. Did you know my child has interest? That's just a thing. And, <laughs> and so, and that system is also, I guarantee, tied into racism. Because, like, who needs to, who, who do you think they go after enforcement for the most when it comes to child support cases, and I guarantee it's not the people with the most money. Oh yeah, it's the people. It's the people who can't fight back with their own lawyers. And so that's who I write to, or I write to the me who existed when I was like twenty, and like didn't realize how fucked he was about to be, and thought no, so the grindstone was going to get him out of all these problems. When it's like, nah, no, there's, there's, so I can. No, I know, I like. I know that when you're writing those things, it's not intended to, like, shame anybody. But I do know that, unfortunately, there's not enough people who've done the emotional labor to acknowledge that themselves. Yeah. But it's also a thing I struggle... I mean, I I struggle with a lot of stuff when it comes to comedy and writing. Right. When it comes to perspective, because I'm like, oh, I smoked a lot of weed. You guys didn't take the steps I took. Like... Yeah. 
That makes sense. But yeah, let's let's get back on topic. Let's focus. Because you know what's more important, who Patrick's calling out in their social media posts, or the fact that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. Here's the best thing ever about this whole thing, is that the uh, conservative portion of the United States is is only focused on who leaked the document, not what that document means. They are, they are talking about how this is a violation of the Supreme Court and this is tantamount to violence against a political body that someone released this ruling before it was supposed to be released. The irony that literally just occurred to me is that their argument is that the right to privacy See, doesn't does not exist, exist, but it does exist for the highest um, judicial body in the United States. Which says a lot about how the bad guys think and why they want the power that they want and why they... And why they realize the right to privacy is so important. That's a big part of the reason this is extremely important, aside from the, the um, barriers this will create for abortion access for a huge amount of America. It also means that we do not have an enumerated right to privacy. Well, we, we didn't have an enumerated right to privacy, but now we don't even have judicial precedent precedents to guarantee a right to privacy. So I would be interested to see what this does for any sort of legislation against selling our data. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Because, like, if you think about it, like, obviously, they've been doing that willy-nilly already, but this could be carte blanche for that. This also affects Lawrence v. Texas, um, which was a ruling that argued that what two consenting adults do in their bedroom is not the government's law, uh, business. Because Wait, like, that law comes from Texas. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they they had a law on the books. It was an anti sodomy law, um, and then that also um, Griswold versus Connecticut, which is marital right to privacy in regards to accessing birth control. Mm. So they're saying at least it's going to initially affect like. Um, the plan B medication, so emergency contraceptive. But I don't think it's too hard to say that that's just a short hop, skip, and a jump away from genuine birth control as well, like IUDs, um, oral contraceptive, Nexplanon, the patch, what have you. Um, it also could throw into question the validity of interracial marriages and same-sex marriages. So... We, this is a huge can of worms. And I, I almost, The conservatives are just concerned that the document got leaked, but most of the American population is just freaking the fuck out. It's, it's hilarious because I wouldn't be surprised if it was just done for that, that data thing. So that it's like, well, we found a way to legally sell the data. And it'll be really annoying to like like the libs will focus on yeah to abortion. litigate the litigate the the your the privacy of your data yeah and so like I I, I well know, this is why this is why to me that's why the vote blue no matter who bullshit yes is bullshit. yes actually that is a great thing to bring up and I just want to say I have voted Democrat my entire life um, I have canvassed and made phone calls for politicians. I, I have done my work for the Democratic Party. I vote locally all the time. I refuse to vote for president until there's an option I like. That's why I voted for Obama, because I was like, oh, if your sales pitch, if you match your sales pitch, I'll fucking do you up, buddy. Like, Guess what's still open and active? Guantanamo, baby! Yeah, so, like, I, and I voted for Biden this time only in that I was like, well, I kind of don't know. I kind of feel like they're both going to be awful, but like... 
one will get less people murdered immediately. Awful.、Mm -hmm. that's, that's... So yeah, you don't have a party affiliation,、no. but to, based guess... on、mm -hmm. platforms, you would vote Democrat. Unfortunately, platforms are not what the Democratic Party actually does. Yeah. I do think that there is a difference between the general Democratic politician、People、and the general Republican politician. Like I think there's usually a, at least a, a mild distinction. However, if we're going to look at the overarching party bodies like the RNC and the DNC, I think the only difference is that one of them says they care about progressive things. But when it comes to actions, it's very clear that neither of them particularly cares about progressive things or helping the、uh, the voter base that votes for them.、Uh, yeah, and it's to me, it's always been like one. It, it's like you have two drunken adults, and one is an abusive drunken adult, and one is a neglectful drunken adult. And maybe I'm just projecting from my own childhood. Well, know, hear me but... out. Hear me out. One of them is aiming the Roman candle at you. And one of them you know, saying, and one of them is just showing it to you and like handing it to the other person to aim at you yeah, again. Yeah, and you so know, to me, so to <laughs> me, I'm like, I don't understand why either of these people are good. But I'm also the kind of person that's like, I don't need to talk to my mom and dad. I can just find other mentors and people who will shower me with love. Like, I yeah, I the, the the which is I also understand difficult because it's like, what's your alternative to Democrats then? Democratic National Socialist Party, which is just Democrats with more steps. Like it's yeah. It's, I, I, well, and so here's something I will say to why there is likely still a good amount of intense party affiliation. And I will, and I did want to acknowledge that. Like, no, I totally understand too that people aren't their government, and a government isn't its people. And same thing with parties. Yeah,、But、exactly. I do think it's coming to a point where it's like, well, why not just choose neither? Yeah, is an option too, folks. So, like, I think I think a lot of people are like. I mean, I'm hearing people talk way more about third parties, and I've I've literally heard people talk about ranked voting, which I think is、oh, yeah. absolutely something we should be doing.、Um, I mean, let's. I still think we're probably gonna need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we'll see. I think a big part of the reason that people still feel an allegiance to the Democratic Party is that. Only up until recently have they really been have they been able to recognize that they're still not benefiting from voting Democrat、If、because the the so like individual rights are being eroded. I think at a more alarming pace. But again, it's really hard to make any sort of、um, claims like that, considering it's not just that we have a short term memory; it's that. It's really hard sometimes to get back into the mindset you were ten, twenty it's, it's years ago. It's a dual thing, I think. Of like, if those drunken adults are also your parents, it's. I understand. It's really hard to be like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta punch this person or, or slap the Roman candle out of their hand. And it is also a system. Or give that, them another one. Yeah, or give them another one. Whatever. Fuck the fuck. Depends on what you want. Cows can do some more Roman candles. Fuck I、it. have some Roman candles, have, but they're kind of old, so I don't know. I have some sparklers, but like like <laughs> industrial.、Sparklers. Are they the metal ones? Yeah. <gasps> can we make a sparkler bomb? They're just sitting in my room. Yeah, yeah we can. We can make a sparkler bomb. All right, this isn't staying on mic, but my point <laughs> is, that, is it's also framed to keep you that way. That's why、yeah. we have a two-year presidential election cycle, as opposed to Australia has like a. a Three month one, if that like. No, I. There are so many inherent issues, not only in our election system, but just how our government functions. However, almost any of the tweaks that we make that don't address the 
completely unrestrained of money flowing. Yeah. Like, you can't make a dent in it as long as lobbyists can give a candidate just an insane amount of money. And that's kind of part of the bad guy plan is to, to, in addition to being intersectional, the bad guys, I think, also understand way more than the left does that. And then not to say the left is all good guys, but you know what I mean. Um, way more aware of the fact that, like, if the middle, if I keep changing the distance, the middle ground changes. So if I say... Over to the window. Yeah, so I can eventually get you to the point where you're like, well, we have abortion rights, but, you know, we can't acknowledge that trans people exist. And at least that's one of my two wins, because as a bad guy, I'm intersectional. I don't care who I oppress, as long as I oppress. Yeah. But at the same time... As long time, as you're able to redirect people from seeing you as the problematic, like you as the problem. And the more I push you to fight my problems, the more people might help me push back on you just because the system that you're letting happen is so shitty that pushing against you is at least close enough to winning that it feels like success. Like, I, I, I'm going to get super personal, but uh, you already tried, so we can get personal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will, if people pay you extra money to hear me cry, you can put that in there. Well, I, I was the extra personal, which is like, I was a shithead as a kid. I was abusive to my sibling, and I'm aware of it. And one of the things that sucks about it, though, is you don't necessarily feel awful when you're abusive. And in an abusive situation, you're like, well, at least I'm not being abused. And so, like, I've come to coin it as, like, a petty happiness, a petty enjoyment, because it's not real. It's just real inside of those circumstances. And if all you can get is petty, pyrrhic victories when you are a poor, like, this is how you make people who support Nazis, is you make things so shitty that, like, pushing against you, even if it's against for their best interest, is any kind of win as opposed to like actual win and so oh yeah i mean it's 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 uh talking about the globalists it's um implying like welfare queens all this kind of shit that they say that's what they're attacking instead of that they're attacking you as a poor person because they know that at least you'll think because you're white yeah or at least you're not that kind of poor person and what they're really saying is I would, here's, here's my problem all the time with that, is whatever they're saying they're mad at, that's what they want and or what they're doing. Like, I, I remember getting into it with a guy online, not getting into it, like, you know how I get into it with people where I'm like, I immediately shift to, I will pray for you. The more, I will, if you, if you leave even one negative, if you're like, I don't like what you said, I'll leave, I will pray for you. Because if you're religious, I've already beat you to your nuke, right? You can't drop a nuke. I just nuked you. But also, if you're not like that and you're just a troll, I just made it so weird for you that this guy who was like, I want fucking equal rights for everyone. It's also like, and I'm praying for you, my son. But I do really enjoy the meme of now saying my brother in Christ when you're responding to yeah, someone. It's great. But my point, my point of that was I got into it with one of these people who was like, just fucking everybody's lazy X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I did a little snooping on their profile because I'm a creeper like that. And it's like, the person who was, like, in the Coast Guard and, like, has a lot of, like, I'm a dude man job. And, like, nobody wants those jobs. But you do. Maybe you do. But a lot of those jobs, the older you get, the less you want to do them because it's physical. It, it's fucking taxing. 
And so you think of anyone who's not doing that as lazy. People who go to school are lazy to people who lay bricks because, like, we are getting so off topic. <laughs> no, we're no. getting we're getting back to topic. If you convince people who are who think like that and who aren't willing to do that internal retrospective, that like that internal curiosity, they're going to support you know overturning Roe versus Wade because like it's any kind of victory and it's it's yeah it's and, anything. And yeah, that's, that's the problem with the Democrats is they don't offer fucking in. They don't even offer petty. They could, they could legalize weed. How many oh times no, have you we know what that? they did? What did they do? Oh, Nancy Pelosi, like she didn't clap one time during the State of the Union address that Trump did or something. Like, Biden, remember that was a thing that he did. Biden, she did saying vote for us so that we will do more as they are actively oh, no, exactly, not exactly. doing anything. Well, and it's like, it just shows that both parties are selling shit bill of goods. Like, both of them are... Correction. He, he is doing things. He is actively trying to keep things from being done. Yeah, exactly. That is, that is hard All work. All he's doing is like, like, I don't know. Okay, but I think the thing that is especially important off the bat to talk about, though, and we, we touched on a little bit, though, is just that conservative media right now is talking about this being a violation of the sanctity of the Supreme Court. They're not talking about what this means. They're not talking about how it's going to affect their communities because they don't want their communities to even think about what it's about. So making it about the fact that it leaked is the way to completely misdirect as to what the ruling is about. It's a way to have your victory and not celebrate it. Yeah. And I mean, I guarantee you that mainstream, uh, mainstream like left-ish media so like msnbc moderate moderate or like i don't know let's call them liberal liberal media so liberal media is probably giving lip service to that and how the parties the conservatives are upset about that but also definitely talking about some of the ramifications of this side note it really does suck that like the bad guys co-opted liberal as a term that's like no those are terrible people like, like yeah like like we get categorized as that and it's like no 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 no. i think i think they're as bad as you but worse because they think you're fine like, i say i'm a bleeding heart liberal and i think that that's a helpful distinction for me and i mean that's an old label that i've used for a long right. time but i would say i'm also a, i would say i'm a left i'm ble- bleeding liberal leftist yeah i would say le- that's why i go with left ish because like yeah. i don't i don't know what like i don't know that communism is necessarily the solution or Mm -hmm. anarcho-syndicalism is the solution. I'm just like, all the things that we've been doing for about 5,000 years is just awful. Like I mean, we, they're well. If we're talking about non-indigenous communities, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could, we could. I don't, I don't know that any of that was awful. I don't, like, I know. I mean, there's probably shitty stuff that was happening. There's probably human sacrifices. Like, definitely that shit happens. Like, I think. I genuinely think the synthesis of old and new is what's important, and that you should grow and evolve, and that your oh, ideas exactly. should change, and that like as technology and availability becomes mm-hmm. more accessible, everyone should have access to that. But I don't know if saying I'm a communist gets that across nearly as well yeah. as. Anyway, sorry, the but liberal yeah. media covering So the liberal story. media, like, they're definitely talking about what this means and really communicate, at least probably communicating some of this. Some of the things that I wanted to touch on was the fact that um, it sounds like Alito sounded like a real douchebag in his ruling. Like, but he, he always does. Like, I don't he even, straight up said, no, I know. He, the word he always sounds like, sounds like a brand no, yeah. of douche. Well, when Scalia was still alive, they referred to them as Scalito because they basically thought in the same ways from my from what I remember. 
Um, Scalia sounds like the brand of douche before they changed its name to uh, Aaliyah. It sounds like a medication that they find out that one of the side effects is that it actually causes scoliosis. Yeah. You know? The things that have really rubbed me the wrong way is, first of all, he's saying that the ruling of Roe v. Wade is insanely egregious. Like, it's just such a shit ruling. And he was trying, he legitimately compared it to Plessy versus Ferguson, which was the idea that separate but equal. So it was okay that, like, you didn't need to integrate because as long as they had their own place to go, it was okay. Separate but equal was like famously such a really like that was that was a good lot. That was that was well, and, yeah, yeah, and it's it's like he's trying to say that Roe v. Wade has caused as much damage. Oh, oh. Okay. So that's that's what he's trying to compa- say that Roe v. Wade is as bad a ruling as Plessy versus Ferguson. Okay, was. I read that all wrong when I was reading it because I was yeah. like, not, I, I, my brain is not focusing lately. And it's okay, Pat. Re- no, they and, were saying that Plessy versus Ferguson okay. was a bad ruling, okay. and then saying that uh, Roe v. Wade is was bad, and he cited that a good amount of people who uh, originated initial like pushes for birth control and stuff like that were eugenics eugenicists and i mean yes that is absolutely true yeah, margaret sanger was a eugenicist and she was fucking racist it's crazy that they can remember that but they're like man constitutional writers people who owned human beings and, right and fucked other human beings to create their words are sacrosanct. sacrosanct sacrosanct their words are sacrosanct so he's arguing that it's bad because of that and that there's no enumerated right to abortion in the Constitution. He also said that um, there's less babies to adopt, so that means we shouldn't have abortion so that there'd be more babies to adopt. Is my, like, do you think the sound of my jaw dropping is audible? Do you think... You'd have to have teeth for that. Oh, that's... That was a good one. Is he, is he an originalist? Probably. Okay, because that's, like... That, I mean, most conservatives are originalists. That makes it extra funny to me that it's, like, like, all right, your original... The, ori- the original birth of, of birth control is bad because eugenicists who are yeah. really awful people, they're bad. But, like, my thing that I think needs to not be changed, uh, the thing that was, again, made by pedophile and human traffickers, that's fine. No notes to that thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because, like... <laughs> By his logic, are the Nazis fine because they copied our original ideas? Yes. Like... <laughs> yes, probably. Um, you yeah, heard it here. So, like, it, and this is where I want to take a little bit of time to talk about the problematic nature of adoption in the foster system. I can't speak to it personally myself. However, I have followed a good amount of people on social media who talk about their experiences and a lot of the, like, fucked up shit that's going on. So, unfortunately... In American discourse, a lot of people don't understand the problematic nature of the adoption system and the foster system. Like, I don't think that adopt, like, taking care of another person's child is inherently bad. And I don't think that being that support when a family can't take care of their child, but it does seem like it would make more sense to support the family than just relocate the baby or the child or whatever. Yeah. And they say there's a huge amount of trauma around removing a child from its mother and putting it in a new home. Like, there's a lot of trauma happening to that child in that moment. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who treat adoption like 
It's for family building instead of being a caretaker for another being. Yeah. So they realize, well, we can't have kids of our own, but we have to have kids because we got to keep up with the Joneses or yada, yada, yada. Or it's about I've treatment. never examined why I want to have children, but I still need to have them. And so then you're bringing these children into this extremely traumatic place. And I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say all adoptions are like that, but I am going to say that it is not okay to say no abortion because people need to be able to buy children to create their families which is which i think it, i've been struggling with like what is the distinction between the good guys and the bad guys you know what i mean because like i'm i want money but i really money, fucking hate please. capitalism yeah uh but at the same time i i want to buy things and i hate that i'm trapped in it. so what are the good guys what are the bad guys and it's like to me it's like if you're looking at a person and you're like that's a resource that i should try to mine or commodify yeah. or own that's, that's bad guy thinking and mm -hmm. if you're like that is a fellow person who i want as safe and as happy as myself like in fact in fact if you're truly involved i want it them better for you like and spoiler alert using evolution is a real good word for that because like taking care of each other is one of the things that evolutionarily helped, us, helped us get along yeah yeah exactly i i think it's particular it's insidious because it's like we're learning new things about the human brain all the time and we find out like at like as little as two to three months you can have an impact and it's especially frustrating because it's like these people it's that old carlin bit about like they want you to have live babies so they can have dead soldiers because that's the other half of it is like the of that commodity thing it's yeah like, oh no i was gonna get there yeah it's that there. They, they just see us as products you're not a human being who has autonomy and rights you are a product who must adhere to a certain set of behavior and you don't. And again, it's like more of my definition of good guys and bad guys is bad guys want to pin you to just being one thing. Abortion will only affect women identifying people. Whereas like the good guys want a broader, more spectrum based, I think world. And it's like abortion affects a whole bunch of people. It affects I, a man without a uterus. It will affect our friend in, or a person we know in, Montana, who is male and has a uterus, or and I don't know, is, is it? Okay, but but my <laughs> point is like it's it's a, it's a thing that affects us all. But the bad guys want us to think like, no, it's just their problem and their commodity, so they don't matter. It's it, it's how the bad guys think. No, yeah, and I mean, I, I I really did want to talk about how we need to not count on government systems. And like private oh. adoption industries. But people can go and... camping in my state. <laughs> so that was a part that was really frustrating is that they, that was a point of saying the quiet part loud of straight up being like, there aren't enough babies for us to adopt. So we need to stop letting women have a, stop allowing abortion. Because conspiracy theory time. A lot of essential workers died or quit. A mil with... Well, a million people, they say, in America have died. So we are a million people lower in our workforce. And Alabama in 2019 had more people died than were born, I think. It, I can't remember the exact date. And that wasn't a million billionaires. That was a million people, just like you and that me. That are actually necessary for life to continue. And, and, and this time when I say you, I do mean the person listening. That could have been any of us. Yeah, we all we all could have been taken out by this like and it's that, that that you thing to me is frustrating because it's like i am talking to a you that doesn't exist 
but I'm talking to a you that can do something. Well, it's kind of like... And I'm talking to myself, and I'm... Mm -hmm. but, it's like the Holy Trinity. You're talking about you, yourself, and then no one at the same time. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm also just It's the Patrinity. And I'm frustrated at what I can't do. Hey, breaking the fourth wall again. I'll bet you, you almost fell for it. But you, you probably didn't. Listen, it doesn't matter if you did or not. I just want to say thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, these take a long time to research. They take a long time to edit. And they take a fair amount of time to record. And it really means something that you're going to sit here and listen to this and learn something. And maybe share the information you get with your friends. And that means something to both myself and Rochelle. So I just thought I'd take one of these little interludes and say thanks. Really appreciate you listening. Get on back into the show now. There you go. Um, All right, I distracted you from talking about. Workers. Oh yeah. So I was trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to specifically talk about with just the overturning without going on to like calls to action or even some things that I've experienced in people discussing it in general on social media. Um, the big issue is that. Scalia is arguing that this is a state's rights issue. And as we've learned from the past, that putting something as to a state's rights issue can create a level of divide. And we already are in a very divided situation at this point. So this is not this is definitely going to embolden some people. Um and I'm going to create more attention. Yeah, exactly. Because like the th one of the the ramifications of this is that we have already seen um, people's data be used to convict them. Like, that's what's happening with insurrectionists. We're using their social media data. We're using their Google yeah. searches. We are verifying what they're doing on, through the privacy of their phones to use to put them in prison. It's not, a, it's not too short of a jump to assume that people with uteruses who are going to access abortions like out of the state that they can't their data could be used to verify they had an out-of-state abortion because considering these like bounty justice shit things are yeah. getting it's happening a lot actually so that the thing i posted the other day about shawnee like ohio or iowa where they're making a rule that no more than three unrelated adults can rent a property they're saying they're trying to keep property management companies from splitting up houses and making them into but, illegal units. But in reality, it's just dissuading people from living together in larger communities that'll be financially reasonable. And, and the, the way West. they're expecting it to be, but like, this isn't a thing that the government's going to find out from you. Your neighbors are supposed to report you. And, and that's what's happening a lot with this abortion stuff as well. That's a great way to recreate Three's Company. You know what I mean, and like not, I, I I realize that's glib, but like that's a great way to set up the premise of like no, I have to hide my or I guess hide my sexuality. I, I just realized Three's Company does it the other way. Yeah. But like that's absolutely going to be used against gay people, against poly people, against. Oh yeah, exactly. So that's against anybody who just fucking can't afford to rent. Like. Mm hmm. So one thing that's been recommended is that um, if you use a period tracker or use anything to track your monthly cycle, it is recommended to not do that and maybe just do an analog form of that. So like write it in a notebook, which I know for some people is not a super feasible replacement. But if you are concerned that you may need to access abortion procedures and you live in a state where it may end up being illegal, it might be a good idea for them not have a digital paper trail of your cycles. And well, 
it shows that you left at this time and your cycle was different after that and da 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 you we, researched abortion because there's i learned i thought trigger laws worked the other way but there's how many states with trigger laws like 20 something there, yeah i honestly don't remember the numbers um one thing i will say that i am proud of is the fact that the state where i grew up montana we rewrote our constitution in the 70s so there is a an enumerated right to privacy in the montana state constitution so that means that Roe v. Wade being overturned will not affect Montana considering the right to privacy is already built into your state rights. So Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Omaha, South or Oklahoma, sorry, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming have trigger laws that would automatically ban abortion in the first and second trimester if Roe v. Wade is turned over according to Wikipedia. Sorry, just wanted yeah. to make sure I had because I I thought it was the other way around that they had trigger that the trigger was in place to keep that right safe, like yeah. for people. But of course, of course, it's there, there's nobody there's no good guys. Why why did I think there were good guys? I did. I clearly have not listened to the Recyclables Network podcasts. Um, on Facebook, I'm I'm definitely seeing a lot of people showing their support. I'm definitely seeing a lot of people being open about how this is not a good thing and talking about resources and how to help people. Um, one thing that has really rubbed me the wrong fucking way is that people will say, for me, I don't think abortion is the right thing. However, and I understand you are trying to make space for people who are anti-choice to expand and maybe realize that it's not about them, but in you qualifying your support, I don't think you're helping because like I saw a, a meme that it's like, I, I'm not pro-abortion, but, and then it lists all these reasons why they think it's okay for someone to have an abortion. And I think that's because we still are sitting in this fucking limbo of deciding whether or not abortion is a morally okay medical procedure. When I, in reality, there is no morality to abortion services. I, I said it on the internet and I'll say it here. This is what happens when you teach people that the furthest left they can go is liberal. And so that's that's one thing about this that has been frustrating because like I in the post that I made, I equated it to the fact that it is like you telling me that you're not okay with the practice personally is like me telling a pregnant woman, I don't think anyone should be having kids. I I don't know that this is true 100% of the time, but I genuinely think most of the time qualified support isn't support and or the qualifiers don't matter. Because I think the yeah. qualifiers are fall into the like, but not all main category because you don't want to think about the time you were a part of that problem. And it's like... Well, and I just think... and I just really wish people with uteruses would sit and really think on why it would be immoral to end a pregnancy. Like, why do you think that that would be a bad thing to do, regardless of any extenuating circumstances? Because, like, I, I don't think it's murder. I do not think it's murder. Yeah. I will jokingly say it's murder because of how much people feel that's what it is. But I do not think it is murder because it's not a person yet. It is not a person yet. It is in your body and it's your decision to support that life or not. And that's not a moral decision. And so I guess I just get, like, I don't want to say I'm more liberated because I think that's fucking bullshit. But I do think that I have absolved myself of whether or not I'm a good or bad person because I had an abortion because I don't think yeah. that 
I don't think that that's for anyone else to decide. And I also don't think that that's a, I don't think it's a moral decision. I think it's a logical, it's a decision based on you and your survival. It's weird to me to ascribe morality to a medical procedure, right? Like nobody, like nobody would, there's no morality to whether or not I fix my back. There's morality to the fact that I'm not allowed access to the resources that would help me fix my back. Well, like, and and, and here's what I would say that it's a little closer in what we're talking yeah. about. Someone who's doing in vitro fertilization. You have to make multiple embryos and they ins- insert some of them to see which ones stick, stick. They can then also go in and potentially remove ones if you don't want that many babies, potentially. And if there's any left over... You just throw them out because after they, they, they lose viability relatively quickly I mean, and you just throw them out. So if we're going to go by that logic and we're not ascribing a morality to that, then it is fucking insane to ascribe that to abortion. It I, is fucking I, insane. I mean, and it's it's my personal stance that actually we should we should be a little bit more old fashioned with it. We should be willing to like have abortions after the baby is born, which is <laughs> which is. Funny, but historically what an abortion was, was oftentimes a baby born after the fact and then somebody being like, oh, it's it's defective because we did that to people. And then it's like, well, uh, we live in a time of resource scarcity and either you could die or this thing will die. I'm the, the, the midwife or whatever. Oh, you didn't have a baby. Like, yeah, I, I'm a fan of that up to the age of like 18 or 19. That's <laughs> like... No, but I mean, also at the same time, like, I don't know if, it's weird to me that these people have met kids and still feel this way, because, like, every kid is the same until they're, like, three. You know what I mean? Like, there is no... I've, yeah, I've seen with, some differences, but it's not, like, insanely the drastic. The differences prove the exception, I would okay. say. Okay, I don't know if we should get into infanticide and toddler aside Look, at this I'm point. I'm just saying all white babies are the same, and <laughs> I should have been an abortion. <laughs> Oh, I think I have a, a harder, I have a more valid argument for that because I'm the seventh child. Fair. My parents had replicated themselves enough. My my issue, actually, this is my legit take, uh, uh, and I put it everywhere, but I don't think I've actually gotten it on the show, so I'm going to put it on the show, which is life is a consent issue, and no one can consent to being born. It is it is scientifically impossible to give permission to be forced to exist. And I also think freedoms only extend as far as your obligation to another person right and so like i am free to swing my fist as wildly as i want but i am obligated not to hit you because that's just what a a, a civilized society is like and i think transferring that logic to a child is such that it's like nobody has the right to force a person to exist and definitely nobody has the right to force somebody to exist in shitty circumstances. And that is the real, that, that is a, a class issue that comes across with abortions, which is the mistresses of billionaires will always be able to find a way to not get pregnant. Meanwhile, anyone stuck working a nine to five, high school dropouts, everyone down below isn't, is being denied those options. Unless they can do enough of a GoFundMe or and that's what shit like me. that to travel to another state. You and know? that's what frustrates me about those camping memes is I'm like, that's great, but your state, Oregon being a state that you can go and get an abortion to, doesn't help some girl in Alabama 
or fucking Atlanta. I don't know if Georgia was one of those ones, but like North Dakota, like it doesn't help those yeah. people there. Even if they can travel here, I know as a poor person, it I could travel anywhere in the world to get my back fixed. It doesn't fucking matter if you can't pay for the trip, can't yep, pay for the procedure, exactly. can't get the time off to go do it. So, um, I had my abortion in 2015 and it cost $600 and no, no insurance companies cover abortions. So you have I, to pay that all out of pocket and you have to pay it up front. I owe $20,000 on my kid plus uh, like 1.3% interest. <sighs> I'm just saying 650 way less than 20 No, grand. obviously, but that still can be a boundary for people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's what I, that's why I'm trying to bring it up is that. And it also frustrates me because if you don't have that 650, you're stuck with that 20 to 30 grand. Yeah, exactly. If you can, if you can't afford to get an abortion, you are stuck forcing a person to exist. And now you're being forced to do something maybe you don't want to do to extenuate my argument. But and and this is on another part of the morality conversation around abortion is that people think, well, you're the one who had unprotected sex. You're the one who did this. You're the one who did that. Blah, 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 blah. It's 2022. Why should there be consequences like that? Why doesn't a non-consensual existence have to happen as a punishment for what we deem as immoral behavior. When we have a million ways to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Like, so, and, and this is this is something, too, is that there's a lot of people who will say they're pro-choice, but they're not pro-abortion because they want you to do everything, and then they will throw moral judgments on, on you if abortion is just what you do. And there are yeah. people that, like, straight up will just get abortions. And it's like, you know, seems like that's a pretty drastic way to do it. It also is pretty uncomfortable. And it can it can probably be hard on your body if you're doing it over and over and over again. But do you want that person having a baby? Do I, you want a person who treats abortion like birth control to have a baby? I think that's the hardest part about this conversation, especially looking at it on social media, is that we're still talking about the morality in a lot of ways as, a, as an appeal. When I don't think that's what we even need to be talking about, because I don't think it's a moral thing. I also want to talk about the fact that I have been uh, spending a lot of time on TikTok because I'm a really big deal now. Um, and yesterday I decided to just kind of scroll through lives and see what people were talking about. And I saw multiple debate me, I'm pro-choice. So what they're doing is they're platforming pro-life people to spout off their arguments. And then like it's... <sighs> well, they feed off of... No, their feet, and like they know they'll get the views, they'll know they'll get the attention, they'll know they'll have them, someone sit in that queue to be a part of that and watch. So, like, I get why they're doing it. So, it's not like a, a, I'm at a loss as to why this is happening, but I'm frustrated by it because it's not creating a space for people to actually talk about what overturning Roe v. Wade means. And I think that's more of the conversation we should be having. It shouldn't be about the morality of abortion. If you think a woman has a right to abortion, just leave it at fucking that. Yeah. And don't engage with people who want to talk about the morality of it. Focus on what you can do to help the people in your community. I think it was Courtney, but it might have been Courtney copying uh, somebody more famous, but they're like, black women don't need your qualifiers. And like, I would, I would assume women in general... Don't yeah. need your qualifiers. But it's like, are you going to fucking help me? Or are you going to stand there and tell me about, like, how this and that and this and that? And, like, yep. to me, that is the same logic as the person who stops at not the four-way sign and keeps trying to get you to cross. 
Because it's one thing if you both come to the four-way and you think you have the sign and you're like, I don't. And then somebody says, you go. And you're like, oh, okay, I have to go. That's, that's the rules we've agreed upon as a society. The person that doesn't have a stop sign stay stopped and then says, no, you go. And then they can hit you and collect insurance money. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be a fucking trap. To them, it's more about look at me being nice. good than me putting any of the actual work or effort into being nice. It's like um, it's like all those people in Congress wearing those like African cloths after George Floyd instead of doing anything meaningful to address the militarization of our police force and the rampant racism. Yeah, it's um, but yeah. So I actually I did end up. Uh, finding a guy who was starting to say, like, if you have a uterus, I would like you to speak on my chat about this. And so he let me on. I talked a little bit about it, and then I told my abortion joke. So it went pretty well. I'll have, I'll put a link, I'll give you the link to the YouTube video of my abortion story, because it's, I did that at the Blackwater. So there used to be the open mic at the Blackwater, the vegan punk bar. And, like, it was the most miserable open mic. Like, no one in the audience wanted to laugh. Liberals, and the the problem with liberals and further left is that they will stop and ask themselves if they are allowed to laugh. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that, but there's also a lot of, like, the... Young punks, the attitude's, fuck you, make me laugh. Yeah. Like, they are they don't want to laugh because then it seems like they're not hard enough. That and, is... I mean, I could be projecting, because, I mean, let's be honest, stand-up comedy, especially open mic stand-up comedy, can be fucking unbearable. That, that is why I tend to like Late Dirty Angel in particular, because it's like a lot of people there have figured out the key to, like, I can say something both offensive and funny and not be offensive. Like, I can, I can talk about eating booty and, like... Uh, butts. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> butts. exactly. Butts. Um, um, but so that was nice. And then I do think I'm going to try at least every day to be on live. Uh, I'm underscore Roko Cody on TikTok and just be live and be like, if you want to talk about your abortion, I'll talk about it with you. I do. I do advise people to, uh, as the mental health expert on the podcast, cause I go to therapy. I, uh, I do advise like also being careful with your engagement in that part of the way that the bad guys win is to get you, to wear you out yeah to, get to you wear exhausted. you out and that's and that's what a lot of those debate streams feel like you start to feel exhausted hounding the same points and trying to argue that like just because you can't comprehend this doesn't mean you've beat me in a logical way just because yeah. just because you did some math it's it's the the there's the number of guys who think they've air quotes won a conversation because somebody sighed and walked away exasperated. Yet when in reality, no, it's just you are impossible to talk with. They're like, no, but I I won the conversation. It's, um, I wanted to also uh uh so we we hit that did we hit the vote the the we talked about vote blue yeah uh. I had a joke about putting body cameras on everybody. We should just I just all think have all, body cams. I just think everybody in a position of authority that that would be that would be a simple fix. Like it wouldn't fix everything, but I guarantee a lot of how things are done would change. <laughs> oh. If we had just a live stream of everybody in office all the time. If you're a judge, if you're I don't think public officials should have any privacy. Like I don't think I think if if your job... I think they should have the same level of privacy as someone on probation, meaning that there yeah. are people who are required to know what they're doing at all times and have the authority to report to a governing body. Yeah. Um, they should be able to be randomly drug tested. They should be uh, checked for like in injection marks, all sorts of shit. They should, they should, have should to be sign into work 
Yeah. And sign out of work. Yep. And report where they are in between work and home. Yep. They, they, like, the, all of their schedule should be thoroughly documented. I genuinely think jobs in politics specifically should be as undesirable as possible. Yeah. The minimum wage should always be whatever politicians make. Yeah. So, like... Damn, we would be so rich. Yeah. It would be We great. would be so rich, but we would still be so much poorer than them still. Which is... Like, the, think about it that way. Like, they make an insanely good salary... But they don't even fucking need it. Yeah, because if you can have enough money to run for office, you're doing fine money-wise. That's that's it, why you establish um, a republic, is because you have the money and the free time to run things. One of the, the, the representative for Montana, because we only get one representative, that's how little people are there. He lives half of his life in Santa Barbara, or like somewhere down in Southern California. So like half the time, he, he has a house there, and he's probably there more than he is in Montana. It's great. Oh, no, like, the, the phrase carpetbaggers, you know, came out of the people com- coming. And, I mean, there's a lot of, like, ambiguity. Oh, but a lot in of carpetbaggers. One, oh, but, yeah. like, carpet, carpetbaggers are a real thing, but it's very rarely Democrats. And when it is, it's because they're very shitty moderate Democrats. Or Oregon is weird because we can, you can vacation from the city in our state the same way you can in Montana, right? But, like, you can be rich and stay and work in Salem and then go to your private ranch or whatever or large plot of land and play out that myth like my, i know montana has some of that too but it's like particularly insidious i think in oregon because we just we're not next to it you know what i mean like in montana you kind of expect that there's a dude that's doing that but in oregon they're like we i don't know. well it's like how apparently the dude who owns dutch brothers is going to open a casino and horse racing down at grant's pass I thought he got talked out of it. I guess he didn't. Oh, maybe not. I, maybe I he know. isn't. I don't know. But that's what I heard about. To circle this near and end, this isn't the only thing going on. Like, there's also all the shit going on for trans kids. Uh, you know what also happened while this happened? What else? Um, They are shaving 10 years off the, the max sentence that Ghislaine Maxwell will get for her charges. So that's going on. So, and it sounds like potentially the, that was part of why the leak was released was to distract from that too. I don't know how much I believe that, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me. Here's, here's the deal. I believe in the death of the author when it comes to a lot of this stuff where it's like, it doesn't matter if that's what they intended to do It did not. accomplish that. Yeah, it accomplished that. Like we've also, we still have police murdering children in streets. There are still children in cages. Like, and this is what I mean when I say the bad guys are intersectional is they don't care who gets hit by their bullshit. They count on us being so scared of us individually getting hit by the bullshit that we're going to ignore it happening to other people. I I don't necessarily know that I believe that they're releasing this at the same time as, to, as a thing, but I do 100% believe you oppress trans children, you oppress women's rights, you oppress voting rights, all at the same time, so that people are so busy fighting for their own individual... We're putting out so many fires. Well, and it's not that even these people are actively only advocating for their own interests. Like, we're collectively on... I think a lot of people collectively on the left are trying to fight for all of these, but there's just so much going on all the same time. And unfortunately, a lot of people still don't recognize that if we don't advocate for these things as people who aren't a part of those groups, 
then eventually it is going to become our problem. And yeah. it is already our problem regardless of if we realize it. And I guess I guess that's what I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to the 20-year-old me. In that yeah. Sense that and that you may I'm, not think this applies to you, but it does. And that's why it's important to me to point out that the bad guys are intersectional as much yep. as we do. I, I don't mean to imply that like there are people only crying about women's rights or only... But be leery of the fact that the bad guys will use this to break us down into camps. Yeah. It happened before with civil rights. As soon as uh, we start giving black people rights, that's when women suffrage. Women are like, oh, we should get a thing. And then society's like, well, now you guys have to fight each other over who's more valuable. And, like, we're going to see, we're, we're seeing a version of that. Who, they're, they're trying to make us ask who is more valuable, trans children or women who can give have to get what my point is when you're presented with that watch out for those like thought was it thought canceling cliches and be aware that's like no both those people are important you know it's it's trauma room it's emergency room logic whoever has the biggest wound oh yeah you deal with my point is just i guess to just watch out for being broken apart because that's historically the big kind of historical takeaway from or, or like the end of this don't assume someone doesn't have a horse in the fight yeah. If you will. Um, but also um, call people out who you, like, at least be wary of whether or not you are centering the right people in your fight and the people around you are doing that as yeah. well. I, I think the thing that I would want people to take from this is that we really just need to recycle our ideas about what it means to decide to not be a parent um, what it means to decide to have a child. Because these are both self-autonomy issues. Like, like these are both the ability to say, like, hey, the, who am I as a human being and what direction and way do I want to live my life? And and not even not even on a level of, like, I'm choosing male or female, but in a sense of, like, this is who I am. And going back to my consent issue, if you don't consent to be born, then you can't consent to the gender you're given either. Like yeah. You can't con- like, there's a whole bunch of things that evolve from that mindset. Well, and I mean, to go with what you're saying, if the child you would be bringing to the world cannot consent, it, it means that you should have the most informed consent on making the decision to bring that yeah. child into the world. And you should provide that child with an environment to which they can consent to as many things for themselves as possible once they have like the information. And I guess to, to me, it's just like all of these issues are consent issues and autonomy issues and self-control issues and like freedom in a way that the people trying to restrict it, I, I don't think that they really truly understand it. And that's why it's so terrifying to them because you're, they, they have this opinion that the more, they take from you the more they have but that's not how freedom works the more freedoms i take from you doesn't mean i have more freedoms it just means i've restricted your freedoms yeah but if i'm an idiot (laughs) and i think that that's freedom then like yeah that's that's how you at least get the like well yeah there's like freedom from and freedom to cults really work on the function of freedom from like, you have freedom from having to make a lot of decisions because they will be made for you. Um, freedom, too, is a lot of, like, rugged individualism. And, like, yeah. I get to go lick someone's butthole on my property, you know? Like, so, I guess the things I want to... I, I want us to... I want people to really recycle their idea of the morality 
of the choice, like the morality of um, a life inside someone's body. Uh, because I think a lot of us need to examine why we're moralizing something to ourselves and then also extending that to other people yeah. that within nature is not a moral thing. Like if you have like four cubs and you realize, or I think it happens maybe more with like birds and shit. Well, rabbits too. Like rabbits will eat their babies if. But they don't have a choice. If, if a rabbit could, if I, I guarantee if you gave a rabbit the option of like, Hey, you, you won't have to do it. No, but what I mean is like, that is their form of abortion and family planning so that they can have the best success for them to survive and their children to survive. So I think we need to stop looking at as like you are denying someone's existence because existence is built from the moment you are born. Not other than like some, some of that stuff you're going to remember potentially maybe some of that, some of that at best. But for the most part, you are just being baked at that point. So as a person who as the person who is baking said item, it's your decision and no one has the right to tell you whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Like it, it also goes to the fact that like these guys are scared of consequence. And they know they don't have to pay for the consequences of their actions. And I mean this is just me getting philosophical on my own ass. I th- a good way I think to l- think about that logically would be to argue that there's a lot of it's it's the same thing with like student loan debt. Well, I had to pay all mine off, so why don't you? Yeah. So it's like, well, I had to have this child that I didn't want, so you need to too. Yeah. And like, children know when they weren't want when they aren't wanted. Yeah. Like and, they know you can't hide that from them. This is probably get into all the time where it's like, why are we comparing ourselves to animals? Like we are, we are. We, we could be more than that anyway. No, we can be more than that. But to deny some things that are just a part of living yeah. and existing and especially not acknowledging the things in people's way for having a fulfilling family, like yeah. up until I was probably 21 years old, 22 years old, I genuinely wanted children. And, and I mean, there is a part of me that would like to have a family because I like kids and I want to care for them. But I've also realized living my life that that is not something that I think I should be seeking out because I can't guarantee that child would have the life that I would want it to have. Hey. You. It's me. Speedy B. Okay, I'm going to quit being weird. Uh, I want to have what the professionals say is a call to action. I want you to just take a second and whatever you're listening to recyclables on, give it a like, like, like thumb it up or heart it or whatever. And if, if you really enjoyed the show, leave a message telling people, Hey, this is an incredible bit of journey of poor white trash into poor white recyclables. And you should be on it too. Or, or however you would say that. Okay. I, I hopefully this has been enough time that you, you can get out your phone and do that. I mean, I mean, I literally am hoping I'm looking at the timer while I talk and I'm like, all right, at this point I would be like, okay, I have my phone now. Fine. I'm doing a PTP. I'm doing it. Five highest A plus. Cool. Will you get back to the show already? Nerd. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) So let me, I wanted to make sure that I covered how, like all I wanted to say, like, 
I want to do a longer episode about this, obviously, and their cyclables, but it is important to note that um, abortion practices have been uh, part of our history as long as we've been writing. So um, this is not a new thing. This is not a abnormal thing. Abortion has been a normal part of humanity since the beginning. I wasn't joking when I said earlier that, uh, like, it still Yeah, born, like, viable or, like... born was a distinct thing of the child was born still... And an abortion was the thing that could happen after birth because you didn't think that yeah. child, like, like was was gonna have a they had a weird leg or whatever. Like, like for example, I think Rome, Greece, Mediterranean, they literally forged a plant out of existence for its abortive yeah. properties. See, like, it starts with an L. It uh, or wasn't it silphiums? Something like that. Something like that. I always forget the name of it, but and then. At this point, there are people who know that there are certain things you can use herbally to potentially induce an abortion. However, these are extremely dangerous and And are not necessarily a great idea. But I guess what I'm saying is that, like, abortion has been a part of humanity since its existence. It should not be moralized. We need to work together to help everybody have access to family planning when they want to have a family. Because, like... The flip side of this is that I personally don't think anyone should have children, but I also am not going to force anyone to not have children. And I will support a mother who is a parent who is pregnant because I would want them to have that same respect for me and not wanting to have a child. That is, that is what pro-choice truly is about, is respecting a person's individual choice to have a child or to not have a child, to sterilize themselves, to keep all their parts. It's it just really exhausting to me. Pro, pro-choice ends up being portrayed as baby killers, people who hate the family, um, or against like any of that, when in reality it's just looking at it and trying to decide the best way to preserve families in a healthy way. Yeah. It's just really hard as someone who is pro-choice and who has had an abortion see this happen and know that we are constant, I'm constantly having to listen to the parts of myself that believe all those ugly things because I was indoctrinated as a child and also because our there's still such a huge facet of our culture that believes it. None of this surprises me because, like I said, variations of this have been going on since I was as far back as I can remember. Oh, you yeah. No. Abortion's I, been politicized for quite some time. This is the first time, sure, that it's been like, oh, shit, like, like this thing is going to happen. But, like... Like, I've just always assumed that at some point it was going to happen. Yeah. And so I think that also means, like, shit is going to get weird. Like, I, I agree that it has, like, similar... Like, I'm not a legal person. I don't really like law history because, like, there's minutiae and it's oftentimes, like, a person arguing some... Like, to me, things just are or aren't. Anyway. Oh, it's like me listening to dude bros talk about the like objective morality of abortion or sports it's but like for me that's what's infuriating is because you and that's the problem with like reading legal stuff too is like you are using this like objective aloof tone talking about people's fucking lives yeah and there's no such thing as objectivity to me in that circumstance yes oh and we could get into a ton about how not objective the supreme court is yeah and so so to me it's like frustrating because like i've spent all of my life being like isn't the spine person gonna do something right and so 
Like it's 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 that. Turns out then, we were all crippled. Yeah, yeah. I'm but sorry, then, Pat. No, that's. I mean, that's that's the conclusion I come to over and over again. Is like it is also going to be a mass disabling event because you're going to for, if you force a bunch of women to have babies, this, and then they choose to um, do abortions in an unsafe way. A child is a disability, and, a, and a child is a disability, and and many for, women are disabled by pregnancy. Yeah, so there is a ton of shit that's going on, and it's like one of those things where it's like. I've known plenty of people where it's like, I just don't pee right anymore. Oh, I yeah. I just don't. Cause I already have a hard enough time peeing, Pat. Yeah, it's... Like, I already have a hard time holding my bladder. Why would I make that any worse on myself? The other, the additional, the Pat rap is just that, like, it's going to have to get worse in order to get better. Corey and I were making a joke online about how, like, you, 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 fetch, you tell the ball, you throw the dog for the... You throw the ball for the dog. You throw the dog for the ball. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. And then the dog brings the ball back to you, and then they don't drop it. They're like, "No, you just throw it. I don't. I don't give you the ball back." We we and it's like, yeah, but I we just accomplished the part of throwing without without giving the ball back. And unfortunately, overturning Roe versus Wade is a form of giving the ball back. In that, it will lead to the more throwing. It will lead to the changing. But we actually have to let it change. Our response has to either be complacency. Or action. And I realize, like, I'm saying that from a privileged position as a person whose actions are limited to, you know, honestly, as a crippled, I should probably just talk in a microphone and shut up most of the time. Well, I mean, one thing that's helpful that you've done is you've had a vasectomy. Yes. So, but, and and that is actually something I forgot to bring up in all of this. As there, has, there has been a lot of conversation about if you want to be a good ally to people with uteruses and you like to have sex with uteruses, it might be a good idea to consider getting a vasectomy. I'm a huge fan of the fact Now, I don't want to force this option on anyone. If you are uncomfortable with that, I understand. It is your body. It is your choice. However... I will say my experience, very, very smooth. I went in and had an appointment where they uh, were just like, oh, yeah, you have testicles. Okay. And then went in and they, they, they took me aside from my wife at the time. We also dated after we divorced, so it's complicated. But they, uh, and we're like, are you doing this of your own free will? And yeah. I, and I was like, yes, I already have a kid. I've made, I've already, my big worry is I have another kid, and then I show them more love than the one I already had, and then I feel like an asshole for the rest of my existence. I don't want to do that, so I'm just not gonna, so that, so anyway, go into a room, sit down, prop your legs up. Uh, you the 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 most painful part uh, of the surgery itself is the injection into your balls because you do get because they gotta numb you. Yeah, but it's not directly into your testicles; it's just into the area. Call you numb nuts. Yes, and then <laughs> and then you'll love this part. We talked about comedy because I had a show like a week and a half later, and I was like, "Am I gonna?" Because they were like, "You can't stand for more than about five or ten minutes at a time." And I was like, "Already a fan of that." And yeah, not not standing is great. And then they were like, uh, and then I was talking to him because I was like, I do have a show at the end of the week where I'm going to be like up and down for an hour. And he's like, oh, by then you should be fine. Just make sure and take a Vicodin beforehand. And I was like, yes, because that is, that's the that best part. beautiful. You get drugs afterwards, boys. So like, I assume boys. Folks. Uh, folks. Let, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you, you get a come inside, which feels great. Like a big fan. Like, yeah. like of, of the two places Inside, almost at least as good as, if not better than outside. Yeah, I like how I covered the whole spectrum there. It can or can't be easier to clean up, depending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so you get that, and then, and then drugs. So, so you get yeah. to have more fun. There, the one, the one weird part is like you, uh, 
you you have to a week later like not a week later but they like need two. to make you jerk off to check and make sure it took but you also your first one is is i don't the theory of of uh uh fluidity from the the 1400s isn't 100% accurate but part of it that is accurate is the longer you go without uh let's say expressing yourself sexually express yourself. the more um expression oh there's going to be a lot bigger load uh and it's also was it like a boogery load? Because it's also gonna there's gonna be blood in it ah! and some crunchy bits. Ah! You will essentially ejaculate a very expensive yogurt, ah! <laughs> granola and all. <laughs> <coughs> and my favorite, my favorite they, they were like, and you need to be careful because you could tear the stitching. So that first time you have to do it, it's gonna be scary. Also, be very careful. So, I don't know how in the story this will go. Did you talk to Corey about this yet? No. Okay, you got to fill him in on it. Oh, one important thing also to note about vasectomies is that they're finding more and more that it is not as guaranteed that they're reversible. Ah. So, it... I would say if that's the thing that's dissuading you... it is still more reversible than... Um, I remember my mom's hysterectomy, which required... Oh, yeah, no. Most anything you do to the uterus, A doctor visit, a surgical visit, a follow-up surgical visit, rest visit. Like, comparatively, it took me a week and, like, only three days. Yeah. Like, to get over it and a week to be, like, back to normal. So, like, by the time I had my show, I wasn't even, like... My balls hurt more now from the nerve damage than they did... From that, and you get a cool scar on your balls if you Ooh. if you get it erect enough and right, and you stretch. Nice, it. nice, yeah. nice. So it's important to note that it's not necessary. It's not necessarily reversible. So if 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 you do decide to make this decision, you still potentially would want children in the future. It might be good to freeze a sample. Um, so yeah, and I mean, if we're going to talk about hysterectomy versus vasectomy, it is much more difficult for a warm woman to have a, a person with uterus to have a vasect uh, a hysterectomy. Because if you're a cisgender woman and you have not had a child yet, they will use that as an argument. They will also say, what if your partner in the future wants to have children? They will also say that you are too young. They'll say that um, you haven't had a boy child yet. You haven't had more than one boy child. So I, I, had a, I, <sighs> I, I tried to get a vasectomy before, I think during my, my, like right when I was like 20. Like it was like, can I, I'm old enough to consent. Can I do this? Like right now? And they're just like, no. no. But like what I will say is that People with penises are much less likely to get pushback yeah. on sterilization. People with uteruses, unfortunately, are still viewed as folks that are potential ovens for more men. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's what I was trying to say. I was, I got, no, I lost my thought in the middle of it. Was that I got no pushback because I was both twice divorced and already a father. To yeah, a kid and you had was... a child, and also you. Like, you doing that doesn't limit reproduction in the way a person, a a person with a uterus removing their uterus. Because, like, there's plenty of dicks out there. But, like, working uteruses, it's, it sounds like fertility rates are going down. Who knows? It's so, it it is, it is the conundrum of dick that I've noticed that women have to deal with, where it's like, they will put up a lot with a lot for good dick, but that's because good attached to dick is so rare that, like, there's such an open sea of dick available 
and yet so little of it is any good. It's like it's like just, just yeah. cheap knockoff dick mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sterilization is a good option if that's something that y- you are comfortable doing on a permanent level. And, I, and honestly, I would love to get a hysterectomy. Another thing at this point to do is like, yeah, if it... If it, if you really need to, maybe avoid doing uh, penetrative sex from with a penis and a vagina if you are very concerned about making a baby yeah. and you can't you can't guarantee that you have super reliable birth control and or abortive access because like this sounds like this is gonna be around June where this ruling actually becomes official. And if you're a kid and you're listening to this, I'm sorry for the world of nightmares that we forced you to inherit. Yes, absolutely. Um, Oh, no. I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, but I mean... This has been, yeah, this is kind of a rough episode for a kid to listen to, but also... It's a rough time to be a kid, but it's always been a rough time to be a kid. Yeah, exactly. It's always been rough to be a human, so I don't know if it's really special, but like, I feel even worse. And it's, it's I don't know, it's just extra annoying because it's like, shouldn't I always thought that was the point of being human, was to make things better, not to go backwards and make them worse. And this, it's another thing where I'm like, I don't know how it makes anything better. Okay, this is the last one. I swear. I think. I should double-check the count. Future PTP, double-check the count, and if this is the last one, put it in the last spot. And if it's not, through the magic of editing, we will pretend like this is the last one. Now, can you imagine if you were a small business that aligned with the interests of recyclables, handing us over money and or goods and or services in exchange for mentioning your name? over the course of our show with this level of creativity and productivity sky's the limit baby Uh, but this really was the last commercial break so back to the show finish it out thanks for listening ending thoughts would be um definitely speak if if you are in a relationship where your sex could end up being procreative talk with your partner about like I think that should be your initial conversation if you're going to have sex with someone that you might be able to make a baby with. Like, I, just that needs to be upfront as much as humanly possible. And like at this point, like don't don't fuck pro life people. Like, just yeah, keep, unless, unless, unless you unless you want to have a kid, but like, unless you have a breeding kink. Uh, I mean, if you have a breeding kink, I'm available. I've had a vasectomy. <laughs> we can we can give into this kink over and over. Well, again. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm never going to tell people what they should or shouldn't do, but I think. At this point, being open about how you feel about um, abortion and birth control with your partners is important. Advocate for yourself in that situation. Like, if, if hormonal birth control fucks with you, if you're allergic to condoms, make your partner needs to be receptive to those things. Yeah. And if you have a partner who keeps on saying they're going to do things to help in the situation and they're not... I don't know. Maybe that's an indication that there's something that needs to change. Yeah. If, if a relationship is an organism, you, you both have to feed it. Otherwise, And on a communal level, I think I would argue look for direct action that you can potentially donate to. Um, don't I go mean, buying way. Like, like you don't need your... to buy a pink pussy hat. Like let's let's yeah. that that whole thing needs to go away. But donating to Planned Parenthood honestly always is a good option because not only are they about family planning, they're also about gender affirming care. So I mean, two two queer birds, one stone. And if you're if you're a non a member of the working poor and you're like, I mean, I hate all this shit and I don't know what to do, 
there will be protests and shit coming up, I'm sure. Find your way to them. And yeah. Like, it, it's kind of like Mr. Rogers said, find the helpers. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, like, on a communal level, just, and like, in the way you interact with people who this super directly affects, because like, I would argue that it's not that it doesn't directly affect everyone, but some people it's definitely going to be much more indirect. If you realize that someone's connection to this is more direct than indirect, be kind to them, give them space and understand that if there's anger coming at you from them, it could be about you. It might not be about you, but just give them that space. Cause right now is really fucking hard. My, my wrap up was just, if you, if you can be one of the people who can be strong for the people who yes. can be angry. Now is a good time to show that strength. Because yeah. one of the things I understand about working and being poor is you're frustrated by all that you can't do. And one of the things you can do is, like, if you're a person like me, I can listen to plenty of women bitch about how awful men are. I <laughs> I might even have some notes as a man. Well, and it's also fun because you, like, feel like you're getting some insider knowledge. Yeah. And it's, like, gossip kind of, too. <laughs> it fills me with power. But it... it <laughs> And it, it also educates me, and it also, like, it's yeah. part of the way anyone who thinks, like... We all a... have the ability to listen. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, but like, like, listening. Yeah, Just it's, it's, fucking listening. If you don't know what else to do... And amplifying else, those voices. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bye, people. Yeah, uh, no, thank you for listening. Um, I think this does put an impetus on us creating a recyclables episode about abortion and abortion practices. So, so if you wanna if you wanna help us make sure we can focus on these issues, you can give us money. <laughs> I do I do have the mini series uh, that I'm gonna be focusing on. I've made like a bunch of announcements about it, but like if you like cost of convenience and how it was organized, uh, these news dumps are more or less Rochelle and I kind of processing the news. Yeah, and this one was especially pretty like fly by the seat of our pants because like i don't think i was going to be able to write anything down i'm too mad and like recyclables is more i have a point that i wish other people would see but the mini series are more uh me trying to to kind of find a middle ground person and putting more work into it so if you would like to support that i would really appreciate it especially because i can't get on disability at the moment yeah uh so that's that's kind of the whole point of the mini series is like What's talking up? about disability and hopefully yeah. getting some more Patreon. But we want to have another mini series in a similar vein about birth control, about yeah. a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, just like a, a family planning one in general. And, and my dream would be if I got disability to collect disability and then use the Patreon to pay people so that we have editors and yeah. researchers and if people other people come on the show, we could pay them for their time. And Pat just pays me in weed soda. Which yeah. is fine, honestly, which yeah. is totally fine. I'm, I'm fine with that for now. But uh, thank you for listening. The New Stump was produced by Rochelle Cody and Patrick Thomas Perkins. It was edited by Patrick Thomas Perkins. Music clips can be found in full on Aesop Rock's The Blob, available at Rhymesayers Entertainment. For free. Like, like he says to do stuff like this. That's why I did it. Like, I would love to get it taken out, but... Do what I do and just stick to butt stuff. You say right. butt stuff? <laughs>
Uh, I my butt is an exit. No, only. no, 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 no! You're misunderstanding me. You go butt stuff. <laughs> they can't see the shrugging, can they? Or the weird. Like... I mean, it's a. It was an audio audio shrug. Yeah. Uh, an audio audio shrug. Aud- audible audible want, shrug. That's what audible I want everyone shrug. to do tonight. I want I want you to go home and I and want you to look at your loved one and be like, "Hey, baby, do you want to try stuff?" You didn't. You didn't put the butt in that. Well, title. yeah, I realized. Well, I realized if you, you have to have the butt stuff. You can't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't interject. Yeah, you gotta the figure butt. out. A, you gotta figure out a better way to bring that up organically. You, yeah, because because otherwise it has the double T at the end. You yeah. want the single T butt, but you get the double T butt if you don't have a, a, yeah. a thing that you're modifying. Like yeah, obviously there's options that aren't necessarily you physically altering I mean, we could your have, body. We could have dinner, but. Stuff, and yeah. then you hold your boobies. That yeah, that works a little better. I do better. that a lot. Nobody That'll likes work my a little boobies. better. It's Pat. I think there's plenty of people who've appreciated your boobies over time. No, no, no. Thank you for picking up recyclables today. Donations to the Acast streaming service are, of course, always welcomed. But the best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com forward slash recyclables and becoming a patron today. If you can't do that, another great way is by liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast on whatever podcast listening service you use. All right, thanks.